Studio 5 is a bit crowded this week. Not with people, but with big pieces of metal, spare weapons, hip flasks, helmets, and all manner of surplus equipment. All of which have property of EGU stamped on them. Quite frankly, we're desperate. If the EGU don't stop throwing themselves on our metaphorical spears, we'll run out of space to store all their scrap and it could start to interfere with Hutton's usual scrap intake. With this lot's such poor quality, there's no way we could try and make a mug of it. So, if you've got a friend that's secretly a member of EGU, because you know they're not going to admit that in public, <laughs> please tell them that they really should check their dictionary for the meaning of the word hopeless. Talking of which... <laughs> yes, Sam Mike's alive! Good evening. I'm your host for this evening for some bonus wind-up radio, courtesy, of course, of the EGU, in this overcrowded studio full of ex-military bric-a-brac. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and I'm wondering where this second-hand blaster has been. I'm Harry Balzac, and I know where this flight suit's been, because I'm downwind of it. I'm Harkness, and uh, I have to apologise, Harry, I think that might have been me. I'm Hoinkier, and I'm polishing my new helmet. And I'm Norma Snockers, and I found this, this nice piece of metal. Let me see if it's any better than my pan. No, don't think so. Let me check. Oh, ow, will you stop that? Quick, let's get on with the headlines before she finds anything more dangerous. Pacifist, my eye. Time to vote to get rid of a failure. Pink Pirate or Guardian of Federation Secrets? Ever gullible, useless. What a 42 carat plonker. It's been a week of weakest links. Community news with a suitably pellucidly delivery. First tonight, and in anticipation of a detailed report by Juan later in this broadcast, our investigative team have headed to the Ross 671 system where, to quote, things have gone a little pear-shaped. Ross 671, an industrial and refinery system, is at the heart of the Hutton machine-making machine, with shipyards that sell the ever-popular Lakon Spaceways models up to and including the Type 9 Space Cow. The in-system shipping management computers appear to have been hit by a glitch at some point over the last few days, causing the local Hutton office to declare an infrastructure failure as distribution of key supplies was unable to be carried out. With in-system deliveries to the many settlements, outposts and stations in-system grinding to a halt, and truckers largely unavailable to assist due to pressing concerns related to the EGU, station services were taken offline. 
Luckily, thanks to the custodians, the infrastructure failure was lifted, though it spurred the local heavily read Equalist Society to demand that change be brought to the system, and they instigated an election to wrest control from Hutton and instill their own brand of all settlements are equal on the entire system. They were aided in part by the Natural Movement Party, who believed that everyone should have access to the communal pit loo, and the local federally retentive interstellar faction declaring war on each other over whether the toilet paper should hang over the front or the rear of the roll. The Hutton custodians have put out an appeal for anyone that remembers where we put all the ballot papers, and if anyone knows what the returning officer looks like, to make themselves known immediately. More detail on this story later in this broadcast. There are rumours that everyone's favourite pilot, favourite pink pilot and a PWAF might not be as squeaky clean as first thought. A number of visitors to Shinrata Desra have expressed their concerns that Pilots Federation PR team appear to have almost to a person gone missing. Initial thoughts were that they were recovering from an overindulgence on the Indy Bourbon over the festive period, but station logs indicate that there has been no activity on their accounts. Their door swipe cards remain resolutely unswiped, and indeed, their ships have been impounded after being left unattended in the docking area. The only member of the team to have made an appearance, yes, the pilot of the PWAF, who has stated that the team are all unharmed whilst jumping at speed away from the bubble. Has Sally gone rogue? Are Arf, Bruce and Zach held prisoner in one of the cupboards aboard the PWAF? Is Sally actually a distant resident of the evil Don Antonacci? And has she finally succumbed to her camoria? Have others, have the others instead gone on an extended test of the new accessible bridges aboard some specially prepared fleet carriers, courtesy of the Brewer Corporation, and managed to get theirs locked in the ready room with nothing but a vendor mat for company and pot noodle supplies? Or, as is most likely the case, is the PWAF fully innocent of all charges and just doing a great job at covering for the rest while they concoct their plan with the tech team for the next round of shipboard updates. Only time will tell, but Hutton have dispatched the rescue team to search for the PWAF, just in case Sally has gone rogue. Yet another week and another round of thanks for the EGU, who are still on their mission to ensure that the Paladins take custody of all assets in systems across Paladin space. Not content to be so generous as to help many commanders improve their combat ratings by throwing their own ships and those of their long-suffering NPCs into the firing line, they keep offering up higher and higher stakes in each war they pick. It's not a, If it's not an agricultural settlement, it's one of those nice refineries, the odd research centre, and just occasionally a space megastructure. They're such generous souls over at the EGU. Of course, it could be mistaken for the kind of war where losing is a preordained outcome, like entering an arse-kicking contest with a porcupine or engaging in a war of wits against an unarmed opponent. Whatever their reasoning, it's certainly keeping a lot of commanders busy. 
There were reports of heavy daily smuggling by the EGU, as well as them referring to all other minor factions as Patsy, and encouraging them to rise up and protest about everything from the colour of the lights in the station interior to how comfy the cushions are in the space bar. This week's entertainments come in the form of four concurrent wars and a smattering of low security states, most likely as a result of some heavy lifting by the EGU. And by heavy lifting, we mean pilfering of anything that they can get their grubby mitts on so as to upset the local police. If you're into combat, then Paladin Space is where it's at. Archaeologists have uncovered evidence that the Barnard Star Dockers, in the dim and distant past, can trace their lineage back to one particular group of factory workers on Earth in the 21st century. With a penchant and passion for the single entendre, the ability to insort, insert naughty words, add innuendo in even the most innocent of lines, and a fascination with scatological humour, the Barnard Star Dockers also have a history of mispronunciation of the Is It Deliberate? kind. Now, of course, the galaxy is rife with people who fly cobras instead of cobras, who visit Leve instead of Lave, and who insist that the system with the panther prayer sticks is actually George's pants. But archaeologists looking through archives and a dig site in what used to be the United Kingdom have positive proof that silliness runs in the family. DNA has shown that a distant ancestor of one Mr. Shouty was a key member of the team helping create all the commemorative crockery for Queen Elizabeth II's Platinum Jubilee. Records also show that great-great-many-times-great-grandpa Shouty was most definitely not a royalist, and as the person responsible for the typography on the plates appears to have been the person responsible for adding all the jubblies to the printing. Not in some kind of horror show photo manipulated Sex Pistons album cover imagery, but the simple substitution of some extra B's and a bit of a Y. Yes, 10,000 plates were produced celebrating her platinum jubblies. There are rumours that great-grandpappy Shouty was also responsible for the celebrity bottles of Boobly, known as Chateau Winard. Incoming encrypted transmission. Decrypting. Decryption complete. Stand by for a message from Hexcom Actual. Okay, Hackswing. We're at eight systems under incursion as of today. We took a strong hit a couple months ago, but we stayed on our feet and kept punching back. 28 systems have been cleared since Tharg began this latest campaign. There's a star at the end of the hyperspace tunnel. We just have to push on through to the end. Current defensive priorities are Evangelus and Limbus in the Witchhead Nebula and Colsac Sector VU-OB6-6. Operation Ida's current repair target is Betancourt Base. Use Thargoid.watch to keep up with AXI's listing of system status and defensive priorities and OperationIda.com to keep track of the current repair efforts. Keep up the fight, truckers. We've nearly finished cleaning up Salvation's mess. Watch each other's backs, keep your eyes on the signal sources, and always be ready to defend the mug.
Um, sir? Sir, that, that was a pretty short one, wasn't it? Well, they don't all have to be some kind of big production. The, the point is just to get the information out. Oh. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Oh, I, I forgot to hit the stop button. Hexcom message complete. Defend the mug. Encrypted transmission complete. This week has seen a slight lowering of Hutton's fortunes, giving us a welcome opportunity for much hard, honest graft in the days ahead. We've no fewer than five systems recovering from pirate attacks and five, a different five, below 40%. As danced around earlier in the news, Ross 671's protracted infrastructure failure was too much for many of the citizens in the system, and after Hutton's influence went into freefall, we only managed to save it on 23%. Save it in the sense that we were challenged to a vote of no confidence, and Hutton is now contesting an election with social Ross 671 for equality to remain in charge. Social equality? Who do those plebs think they are? Pa! Uh, further, the opposition surprised us and managed to pull off a win on day one, but Hutton pulled it back today, so it's currently all square. Get in there and stuff those ballot boxes like you've never stuffed anything before, and mander those jerrys like... well, you know what to do. Next, of course, comes Barnard Star. Not quite this week's weakest link, but still pretty dismal on 30%. As ever, there's a war going on, uh, a civil one this time, bottling up a quarter of the influence. The silver lining in this otherwise tarnished system is that 10th fleet in second place have managed to catch themselves a dose of the space lurgy that's been going around. Further, they passed it on to the Sol Workers Party, so no prizes for deducing that some fraternising has been going on. Third on the list of Oh dear, is Epsilon Eridani, which is our only our third worst performing system on 32, which gives some measure of how much of a dire week we've had. The Mad Monks of Van Marnen have got within 6% of Hutton and will soon need reminding of their vows of piety, and maybe we can take Galliano Depot off them if they match us. Fourth and fifth on a very crowded naughty step are both 359 on 37 and Trepin on 39. This would normally warrant a longer mention, but we got enough on our hands to quibble over a point or two. Our newest venture, Wolf 562, is going so well and such is the nature of the BGS. In a system we don't control, our influence is higher than two systems where we are the controlling faction. Only 12 points separate us from top place Wolf 562 Major Inc. down from 17 a week ago. So in reality we only need to gain half of that to put us into a war for control of the system. Just 6 more points folks. In LHS 6028 we successfully lost the Operation Sorry to Have Bothered You war and withdrew gracefully without anyone noticing very much. It looks like no one turned up to the war in order to pull that one off, so thanks to all the tuckers who didn't turn up to make that, um, happen. 
Montgomery Python wasn't kidding when he told me there was nothing to worry about and we should all just move along as there's nothing to see in LP245-10 as it has moved from keeping Barnard Star Company to a very respectable 55 in a week. At the overachieving end of the Hutton Systems League, we have only two systems above 60% and only one of them is above 70 Who's been overfeeding the hangar deck vending machine again at Khan Holdings in LHS 340? I've told you about that before. More than 200 credits a week and it goes into expansion. Meanwhile, in Clonia, Imperial High Admiral Air Marshal Generalissimo Hanky Grand Kazi of all the Colonia clones asked that Tucker's vote for Hotgol in the currently drawn elections in Pytheus against the Colonia Cooperative and in Tyr against the Mobius Colonial Republic Navy. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, win the election in Ross 671, bolster Barnard Star and boost Hutton in Wolf 562. If you want to shoot something, I'm sure the Paladins can find you something to aim at. And now it's time for the news item that brings us up, brings you up to date with the myriad events that are being organised by your fellow community members. And we got a lot this week, like every week. Here are the headlines. We've got news of all the clouds in the sky, the Magellan experience, the Nexus exploration, New Year, New Discoveries 3308, Celebration of Early Astronomy 4 A Crate Carrier Survey of ETA Carina Expedition Phoenix Frontier A report from last week's Bandit Racing League event A trip to the Guardians And finally, the big news about Titan Contractors Trip Omega Links will of course be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube uploads. Commander Deluvian's expedition All the Clouds in the Sky is back underway having a little bit of a rest, but it's not all bad news and he explains. After restocking some, tri- some more tritium and a short vacation that went on way too long, expedition All the Clouds in the Sky departed from Sosong on Tuesday. We've definitely established a better, faster pace of travel, but we are moving after all, and that makes everyone happy. This morning, Expedition Day 143 at 8.52 Zodiac time, we arrived at CD-26-1339, a little planetary nebula also called the Robin's Egg. If you're looking for a nice vista, there's a system NGC-1360 Sector DL-YD2 near enough to give you a beautiful view of this little blue cloud. Due to an inaccuracy of the maps, or rather the imperfection of the human eye, I almost missed Nebula, Struves, Lost and Hind, both sitting on the borderline between western and eastern sectors. The x-coordinate is around minus 30, which makes them look on the map like they belong to the eastern sector. We will turn after the Robin's Egg and visit them both subsequently. For now, the plan is to explore the Robin's Egg tonight as the main system looks promising and has a couple of landable planets. The Magellan experience is reaching a turning point, as Commander Richard Fluenes M tells us. 
As the Magellan experience reached Magellan Star last week, we are slowly drifting to the next half of the expedition by returning to previous zones such as Lyra's Song. Now our objective will be doing the minor void crossing towards Hawking's Gap from the Perseus Arm. While not hard, this perhaps might be a challenge to our newer commanders, especially those who brought shorter range. Nevertheless, we can say that most of them are doing well, sort of. Don't really count on sanity. Anyway, not really big news to tell other than the approach to crossing the void. With halfway to go in the expedition, even with our spiritual goal reached, there is still much to see in the 40 days remaining. Commander Omega Megalith has sent an exhausted dispatch. Final message from the Nexus Group. As we have already achieved our destinations, our fleet carrier captains each have their own journeys and missions, and therefore you are more than welcome to join their fleet and participate. Nexus has now become an initiative, and to be involved requires you, as a commander, to work with the fleet carrier captain of that ship. Amazingly, during this short expedition, we managed to get a new pilot their elite ranking from being aimless on their very first deep space exploration. It turns out that the Andromeda was just a DSSA carrier called Andromeda Calling, and thanks to DSSA, the fleet carrier Nimrod managed to refill its reserves and is making a trip to Colonia. With that, FC Nimrod might become a member affiliate of the DSSA group in taxiing and transporting pilots, materials and commanders around the galaxy for free of charge. The fleet carrier Legacy of Dawn is currently en route back to the bubble to switch it with its sister fleet carrier according to the captain. Many other commanders have started this expedition, ended up sick and or disappearing in real life. However, many are slowly starting to return and are playing the game of catch up. Overall, the few that stood active with the group continue to be helpful and we hope to expand this initiative to other commanders interested in going to deep space for the first time. 07 and fly safe. New Year, New Discoveries 3308, a fleet carrier equipped trip to the Korenbach is well underway now and Commanders Arborish and Luna Sitara have sent this brief update. We're now exploring the upper edges of the core, finding giants among the black holes and neutrons and finding numerous grand discoveries that are more than enough for everyone. Members of the expedition celebration of early astronomy 4 are enjoying seeing up-close stars and systems that their distant ancestors had to imagine and write about. Commander Kezika sent us a small update. Leg 2 of celebration of early astronomy will soon be coming to a close. During Leg 2 we visited RS Percy as well as the Heart and Soul Nebulae. Some of us also optionally detoured to visit the four abandoned Formidine Rift settlements as well as the megaship Zuara, delighting in the creepy story and stellar voiceover. We're arriving at the Bubble Nebula in advance of our base camp party and mass jump this Saturday. 
Once completed, we will be en route to our next destination, the Via West Nebula, a supernova remnant in the Cygnus constellation area of the sky. Along the way, we shall also be stopping at the places such as Bowtie Nebula, which is one of the hottest known stars at its centre, with a surface temperature of over 200,000 Kelvin. However, the Bowtie Nebula is not to be confused with the Bowtie Nebula, which is an entirely different nebula that is the coldest known place in the universe. A hyphen can make all the difference in astronomy. Additionally, we shall be visiting KY Cygni, a red hypergiant NGC 7027, also known as the Dual Bug Nebula, one of the visually brightest nebula known. The NGC 7822 stellar formation region and Seda, the centre star of the Northern Cross asterism. Some of our brave pilots may even optionally choose to attempt a landing on KOI 1701.01, a 45.32G landable planet. If you wish to join along at, on the expedition or learn more, check us out on our website at theexpedition.info or join our Discord, which is also linked to from there. Commander Kesica would like to thank Xandru, Merlin-san and Sylvie Wayfair for the screenshots. Commander I.M. Nickman, the captain of the fleet carrier FGS Glorious Walls, has sent us a photo essay of this week's updates for the expedition, a crate carrier survey of ETA Carina, and accompanied it with these words. Settled in with my coffee for this week's updates. Only a few this week. Most experienced explorers have completed the expedition and returned home for refits or other activities. Some, however, have continued deeper into the black. Firstly, I was happy to discover my sixth ammonia world on this trip. Unsure why, but this region seems to be full of them, and I've never found so many before. They look like muddy earth lights in the right lighting. Commander DRG Freeman sent his best wishes with this final screenshot of the Eta Carinae Nebula before departing back to the bubble. This was his first expedition, and he reported that he enjoyed it. Last week, Commander Fantasio had the opportunity to ponder on our place in the galaxy, looking at Ex Carinae, one of our waypoints on the latter half of the trip, which is absolutely massive. Finally, one last shot of Waypoint 5's carrier orbiting a neutron star within the planetary nebula. FGS Glorious Waltz is set to return to the bubble on Saturday. The carrier is prepped, the pads are open for the remaining explorers looking for a sleepy ride home. Almost all six carriers de deployed as rest stops for this expedition will be returning home over the course of this weekend and early next week. The Bandit Racing League had their event on Saturday and Commander DB Exterminator wanted to tell us how it went. Who are greetings, Commanders? Mid-B race results are in. 
Once again, no pirates were able to catch the warhead, and no pirates have come forward to claim the prize for the largest haul. However, the winner from the runner's category is Commander Arg House, and he happens to be in here with me. Commander House, do you have anything to say to the home, the folks at home watching? Well, it was a long five-hour race to the finish line. Pirates at almost every star, eager for my delightful cargo. I had to make dangerous white dwarf boosts to trim off a few jumps. Last time I used a white dwarf, I lost my ship. I made it to Medby just in time to win first place. Practice and preparation pays off. Gar, thank you very much, Commander House. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank our sponsors, the 26th and, of course, Hutton Radio. I'd also like to thank all the commanders who took part. Our next race will be the 5th of March at 2000 UTC. Stay tuned for more details. Yar. Commander Shoreside Customs has organised a trip that leaves on Sunday, February the 6th at 2000 UTC, all to see if the Guardians are in. are in. He says, Hello, truckers. We are running another trip to the Guardian module site. This will be a guided tour to help you get the blueprints and components that you need. If you're interested, please sign up for this event. Details are on Hutton Facebook events page. As promised, with news of Titan Contractors events, and here's Commander Radium to spill the beans about Trip Omega. Take to the stars and journey across the galaxy in Titan Contractors' biggest expedition trip yet. Trip Omega is Titan's fourth and biggest expedition trip, spanning a staggering 84,000 light years of space, with incredible bubble sites, alien ruins, nebulas, strange life forms, and stellar phenomena all within reach. Thanks to our fleet carriers that help unlock the trip for all to participate. Our trip launches on the 12th of February and is free for anyone to join. Odyssey, Horizon, or console players, new and old alike. Join our Discord and check out our website for more information. Our community continues to grow and involve both new and experienced pilots in their imaginative events, which take place over the entire galaxy. Please follow the links if you're interested in becoming involved in any of the events we've covered, or just to get more details. Would you like to have your event covered? Just email itookpart at huttonorbital.com to let us know about it. Ooh, and... Oh. Yes, uh, unlike the Pilots Federation PR Ooh. team, we're live in the studio. <laughs> well, we're in the studio, going for some of the smells. I'm not sure we're all live. <laughs> well, I, you know that that EGU kit that we we keep being delivered to the orbit. Mm. I mean, we need, we need to explain to everybody just just shove it into the nearest sun. We really we don't want it. Dodgy knockoff equipment. Why and... don't we just give them it back? Or do you think they'd go again? We'd have to take it off them again, wouldn't they? Tape it all back together yeah. again. Mm. Yeah. Do we think Fix all those, it, all it to them and let them have another? Are all those tins and pipes and stuff lying around on the on the hang, hangar deck theirs as well, or is that just truckers? No, no, that's just that's just mucky no, truckers. That's truckers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody's building a gazebo. That's what they need the pipes for. 
the, the the gazebo. Well, no, the weather's been bad enough over there. Anyway, yeah. um, we we understand that there, over on Seoul, there are parts of Seoul which have been hit by what was it a bombogenesis? Oh, God, whatever it was. I, I, it sounds like something out of Star Trek. Does yeah. uh, Phil Collins play the drums on that one? Oh, something like that one. Oh no, I don't think it's that bad. It's when you get a, I think it's when you get a layer of snow so thick that you just start building the city from scratch on top of the new snow. Mm. Yeah. That's the um, genesis part of it. I've I've been I've been looking through the, the, the Paladin Consortium list of systems and it does read a little bit like a war poem by, by one um Baldrick. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to read 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 down the list so far. It says boom war boom war war boom nothing war war nothing boom nothing boom 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 nothing 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 boom 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 infrastructure failure woohoo investment war boom boom nothing 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 war war nothing election. So yeah, it, it does sound like a Whipple. one of Baldrick's war poems. There's an awful lot of boom and war going on. The two aren't mutually exclusive either. <laughs> mm. So yeah, it's probably the most bellicose part of the galaxy over there at the moment. Mm. It begs the question: why they get so many wars and so few elections? But um, anyway, it depends on the type of depends on the faction. Yeah, well, they're, they're a democracy, they and that's why they get war because democracies are better at war than they are at elections. There you go. Uh, yeah, we live in one, and look what we get. The irony in that. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> definitely, definitely no politics here, unless unless it's that kind of politics. But but yes, um, we we um, well, might as well start with that one a little bit. Yeah, so lots of pilots have been heading out over there, and basically what appears to be happening is smuggle, 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 war, giggle, run away. I think is about the size of it. <laughs> rinse, repeat. <laughs> yes. EGU. Yes. Rinse and repeat. Um, add infinitum. Um, and I'm, and yeah, it, it just, yeah, I mean, it's been quite good fun. And yes, they, they seem to be taking just about every asset. So if we, which is it, where did it start? It was Sugrovic system, didn't it? Sugrovic was the first one, yeah. Yep, that's right. So let, let me just call up on the, the little, the little uh, Navi computer here. Um, the Sugrovic system and, and uh, here we go. Nabatian was the other one. Yeah, so in the Sugrovic system, um, there are how many? Many, many, many. So they, they started the Paladin Consortium, I think only owning a couple of the assets there, Delbrook Dock and Goddard Gateway, to which they've managed to add a hydroponic site, an observatory, a relay, a horticultural range, and a tourism lodge as a result of all these wars. So they're getting quite... In fact, there aren't that many left. There is... There are two left. Here we go. There's another horticultural range and uh, Arkham Bolt installation. Those are the only two left. And at the end of that, they own absolutely everything in the system. I, I, I can't help but think that we might be being played for fools here. Do you think they're actually paid off, the EGU? Just so that this is a manufactured board? Yes, they do that. The EGU come along and we go, oh, we'll help you. <laughs> oh, yes, now you've won everything. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? <clears throat> I'm not saying that's true. Yes. I'm... Asking a question. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, we, we don't know what they're up to, um, but um, apparently our sources say that internal communications in the EGU are suggesting that the Paladins are scared. And what, what that to maintain so many and things. at present, the EGU are successfully kicking their asses. It's a bit propaganda. 
<laughs> yes, um, I'm. I'm not sure which that that's that's Comical Alley or whatever it was called during the mm. uh, in, invasion of Iraq. There are definitely no, there are yes. definitely no American tanks in Baghdad as they trundle behind him. EGU calling. EGU calling. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> the Ministry of Propaganda appears to be working exceedingly well over there. <clears throat> but I, mm. um, we we do suspect that there are there are a couple of uh, new new ones that are going to uh, to join the list. Sometime soon. I think they're just messing around with every... every. They're bored. They're just poking the little nest to see what creatures come crawling out of it. That's what they're doing. <laughs> bored school kids poking a nest full of ants and seeing what pops out. Oh, anyway, um, Commander <laughs> Chicks, talking of nest full of ants and whatever else, Ross 671. Yes. Well, we, God, we, we haven't of... heard from that system for a while. Well, um, now, as I remember, it's a, it's a, that was a system that was it was taken for us by Commander Klopster back in the day, I believe. Oh, yeah, I was still in short pants then. They were definitely in short pants. Commander Klopster and the Globeter Globeter machine <clears throat> uh, mm. helped us uh, get that system in the first place. And something in the back of my mind tells me it's one of the very few Hutton spaces. I think when we took it, it had a compromised nav beacon as well. Did and it? lots it's of actually... sites. Well, it, yeah, exactly. It, it's the, as everyone knows, it's the go-to place if you want to uh, earn some bounties because they've got, uh, like, as you say, lots of red sites and they aren't too far away. It's, if you remember the A to Z of Hutton, it's a, the smallest, biggest system. So it's a very tightly compact couple of, couple of uh, uh, stars on the way in. And then I think the other, the other binaries are like, 70,000 light seconds out or something. So it's, well, I mean, there, so there it's are a big couple, system, but it all happens it at is, the middle. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of um, quite interesting locations. I mean, there, there is one that Hutton do own, which is obviously where um, most of us go to get our, our wig trimmed, is the Hare Leisure Site. I don't know if you've ever been down to the Hare Leisure Site over in Ross 671, but yes, you can go there for a, a quick trim. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> yep. I, I, I take only, care of my own trimming. Only 411 light seconds from the jump-in point. The other one is one that we don't own, which is the Doggo Cultivation Market. <coughs> oh. oh, no, 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 I can't. No, no, no. Where's this, where's this going? <laughs> the Doggos? Well, I guess. <clears throat> anyway. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, some, there's some nice... Um, Nice places there. I think we do need to take the doggo cultivation market simply in honor of Alvin, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm not yeah, stepping into that I'm through that door. You can close that door right <laughs> no, now. Good, yeah. excellent. Yeah, yeah. Not going there. Uh, not going there. So, what, what, do we know which assets are um, currently being fought over there? Did you did you mention what what we're fighting? I for I, I, I didn't. But if we win, we get Heisenberg Orbital. Oh, and is it uncertain? Uh, the, whether we should win, whether we win. Well, it's well, the principle of the thing. thing yeah. Well, the principle of the thing. If we win, we get Heisenberg or Orbital. And however, if we lose, we lose Thompson Terminal, which is a Coriolis station. So we must. Well, I'm, I'm not sure that's a fair deal. <clears throat> well, it, it doesn't matter. It's uh, they, they, They're challenging and they get the principal asset. Well, it's just that's, that's terrible. They can have the worst asset first. Well, work, your, work your way up from the bottom, as they say. Yeah, but I, it's, yeah it's, I got slapped last time I tried that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all they've got is it all they've got to give oh no they've got quite a few actually they've got looking at this they've got two oh, loads they've got uh they've got two uh outposts and they've got four surface starports so they've got plenty 
Well, the, but, the, the, they, well, they've got Briscoe, Chorney, Clayton, Doggo, Matheson, Napier, Phillips, Sagar, Songs, and Verrazzano. Yes. As well as yeah. the two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a load of settlements. Yes. And, ah. Why oh, is that not coming up? Yeah. So, settlements. It, yeah. Well, yeah, they, we'll, they, we'll, they, we'll have that the, one. The, the, the number two um, faction in the system. So, why wouldn't they have all those things? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, yeah, and actually, um, that outpost is only 23 light seconds from the jumping point. It's one of the closer ones. Mm. So yeah, the um, the Heisenberg would be quite a nice one because it's a it's a short little refueling stop if you're, you know, needing to visit the little little trucker's room or something. If, if you're in a in a in a hurry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, and, um, as I say, it's not a very big system. It's even. I mean, Thompson is only nine light seconds, so it's literally all there. Oh, Christ, you could trip over the sun and bash yeah, exactly. your chin on that one. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. yeah. By the time you've gone around the sun, you're already on top of it. Yeah. After jumping in. And um, so, Flossie, you're, you're joining us in the studio here this evening as well. Yes. I noticed you had a, a full inbox this week on the various expeditions. Yes, good few this time. I mean, if we were to draw sort of a map, it'd be like a spider's web heading out into the galaxy um, from um, all of these expeditions that are going on. Um, and some of them are fleet carriers, some of them not, all sorts of, yeah. all sorts of shenanigans going on. Now, do we have uh, a, a section from you later? Uh, there is a section from me later, yes. So, w w what it contains, no spoilers. I'm not risking the big chunk of metal that you picked up this week. <laughs> um, Whether or not well, you use it, it for cooking your, your you know, pancakes uh, or your eggs or whatever, yes. Just a bit of, uh, just a report on last week's CGs. Right. Mm. But, but no spoilers. And no spoilers. Um, do you cover in there? Because obviously there were some people, I, I did notice that there, there have been people still getting a little bit confused about when... Um, when they get their rewards, generally speaking, not yeah. specific to this one. Yeah, and um, still, a, well, they have actually got the um, FSDs now. It's just they were just told not to modify them yet. Right. Okay, but they are to now. But as a general but principle, though, not not this week. As a general principle, if it finishes, you get your cash. Yeah. Yeah, you get your cash. Usually, On the spot. yeah. Well, about an hour after it finishes, actually. And this is this is like when when it hits the top top tier finishes. So either the Thursday morning or whatever it is, or yeah. when it hits the top tier, bam, yeah. you're as rich as creosote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if there is stuff. modules or anything, usually they get um, distributed on the following Friday. But there were some problems with the frameshift drives. The engineers so were being truculent and difficult, weren't they? Yeah. About yeah. setting them all up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they've only only just got them a few days ago. Yeah. I think I think the, the line is to follow at a later date. Yeah. Right. I mean, same with the naming of because wasn't there a, a section where they had to name some ports on the Colonia Highway? Yes. Um, for example, yeah. that's not the kind of thing where you put your name in and bam, all of a sudden somebody's been out there and a bit like the Hutton decals, you painted it on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, take, it takes time to... It, it takes time to do these things. And, you know, yeah. considering it's for the often for the top 1% or 10% or 75%, that could be many thousand commanders. And these poor engineers, you know, wearing their fingers down to <laughs> little nubbins, getting yeah. this stuff ready. Um, so be kind to your friendly engineer and yeah. don't worry, it'll turn up. Yeah, you get it all in the end. Just... Yes, yeah. 
Um, and, but we are. We, we also have the apology officer here this evening. Good evening, the apology officer. He hello. I understand you've broken out a big red pen. Or me? is it a big no. red marker pen? No, not me. Not oh, me. No, I'm only, I'm only reading this. Uh, this week's uh, Hutton Helper report will be an interim report. Um, uh, so it's okay. not the full report. So you can't really. It's not. You can't really. The full report is in the hands of Hutton Security Services. It is members. in the hand of the. It's in the mouths of the Moments Box Spaniels at the moment. And they're running around the orbital. They're running page. around. Yeah, yeah, different ones. have got different pages. They're, they're chewing it. They're slobbering on it. But I'm sure we can make something of it in the end. But uh, when I get when I get the uh, mache, I should think. When they're finished with their investigation, I'll be able to. I'll be able to produce the full and final. Hutton Orbital, uh, Hutton Helper results. Publish now, and, publish now. And, and obviously we, and we have to partial apologies and stuff. But um, so, well, we're looking forward to that in a bit. Um, now, uh, Commander Palantir, you are our uh, maestro with the buttons. You, you have the big red button this evening. Oh, yes. And a big red lump on your head, yes? Yes. I really, yep. I've got um, this pan hanging above me and I keep bending forward and hitting my head on it. Oh, that's the one that Flossie hung up while she was wielding that big chunk of metal yes. on my head. So uh, just uh, yeah. yeah, just duck when you go <laughs> under that one. Um, so so yes, you're you're pushing the buttons for us this evening. And now I do notice that you've you've received um, uh, some ap apologies this evening. Yes, yeah, that's my job. Yes. No, you have to read the apologies, not receive the apologies. Demarcation. No. no which yeah. which one? Show, show me where I've. It's a bit. Which bit of paper is it on? Well, if you if you look at the game of musical chairs, oh yeah, music right. hasn't stopped. Add the number of legs up and divide by two. Yes. Then and, and, and how, how and that's not the chairs. That's the number of people. And um, yes, and, and there's a cushion there that has not got to sit upon upon it. Yes. Well, I'm afraid. Ah. I'm a uh, yeah. Oh, I sit that one. Yes. Ah. Yes. Yeah. I'm afraid we are. We are but naked. He's not here. Yeah, we're we're short. We're short of that. Oh, I didn't really apologise. He sort of said, Duh, "I'm I'm not coming. Stick it." You know, that's. I think that's the message that she sent. Uh, oh, that bit. was the that was the Galnet Rares Digest special. Yes, Amelia, mm. um, actually is still digesting this week's Galnet Rares Digest. And has asked for a little more time to recover from whatever it is has been going on this week. Um, so yes, Amelia, Amelia is is not joining us this evening, which means we will be without a GRD. But um, we're looking forward to the return of Amelia sometime soon. But uh, fear, fear not, Amelia is not being struck down with mods or anything else. Amelia is just working too hard, mm. and ain't that the truth? Oh, is oh look, is that is that? Patrick Moore's sidewinder leaving pad two. Looks mm. like his. I think it is. Oh, could be, could be. It, anyway, it, so it could, um, it could be Joe Grundy that we heard earlier. It's, uh, now um, we did must have found get, slippers. <laughs> we did get every now and again. We do get some of the some of the sad news, and we did get some of the sad news this week. Actually, in the last twenty four hours. Um, anybody want anyone to cover this one, or do you, do you want me to cover no, you this do it, one? You do it. Yeah, you do it. You do so it. we did get a message. I, I mean, just stepping aside from all the silliness and shenanigans for a minute. Obviously, Hutton, we we do take enormous pride in doing our very best to help uh, our nominated charities. In fact, all charities. Any any truckers doing any charity work, but our two nominated truckers, obviously being um, Special Effect and the Hearing Dogs for the Deaf. 
And we had a message come through earlier today uh, from Hearing Dogs, or they, they published it earlier today, uh, with their deep, deep sadness. I'm going to read this. It's from uh, Michelle, who's the chief executive. Deep, deep sadness. I share the news that the founding director general of Hearing Dogs for Deaf People, Tony Blunt, has passed away. I know many of you remember Tony with admiration and fondness. He put his heart and soul into Hearing Dogs, travelling miles around the country with favour, their very first dog, uh, giving talks and raising awareness of how Hearing Dogs could help deaf people. Tall and strong, but never intimidating. A wonderful blend of confidence and humility and always open to ideas on how to develop the charity and spread the word. There are many techniques and skills developed during Tony's leadership, which the charity continues to employ today, 40 years later. Uh, I had, I being Michelle, uh, had met Tony several times after I joined and delighted to welcome him to the Grange restaurant after it opened, which he visited on a number of occasions. He was always gracious in his support for ideas for the development of the charity. His love for everyone in the Hearing Dogs family, for those we help, our staff, our volunteers, and of course our dogs truly shone out of him. He had many reasons to be enormously proud of the important foundations he built from 1982. A joyful, impactful, and resilient charity we have today is his legacy, and remember him with great affection. Many of us have an enormous amount to appreciate Tony for, and we're lucky to have him. An honourable man who was a strong, dedicated, respected leader, and above all, a loyal friend. And that's from Michelle Jennings, Chief Exec over at... Hearing dogs. Um, I mean, we're enormously proud to to help and to sponsor them and raise money for them over the years. And it's always terribly sad to hear these, but um, you know, wonderful, wonderful chat, wonderful charity. Uh, I mean, for, I had you know, forty years now. Mm. I, I I hadn't realised it was actually um, you know that long ago that um, he started it. But uh, oh yeah, all of our love go out to the rest of the the members of the team over at the charity and all those that that know him and. Um, you know, worked with him over the years and benefited from from obviously his um, his energy and enthusiasm for for this charity. So um, yeah, we we send back our our love to all of them. And um, sad news, but you know, we will carry on raising loads for the hearing dogs and uh, supporting the charity as best we can. In obviously honour of Alvin himself, our very own resident, fully trained hearing dog. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mike wouldn't be half the man he is today without without the benefit of Alvin dragging him along at speed to making him behave himself. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was the <coughs> voice cracking. That was that was the sad news from today. But um, and obviously a a life well led, doing wonderful things. Um, do we? What else do we have? Uh, was there? Was there? Dun, dun, no. Dun, no. A frontier live street? No. <laughs> no. Right. Unfortunately, no. not. No, I've, I've been cheeky and said it's been replaced by an exhibition of hen's teeth because that's easier to get. I thought mm. those mm. were rocking horse droppings. Mm. Um, yes. But there was, there, was, there was more patching this week. Did anybody mm. else catching the patching? Uh, this afternoon. This very well, lunchtime? Afternoon, yeah. Afternoon. Uh, yeah, I did this afternoon, yeah. Yep. yep. And, and any particular details as to uh, what patches they were sticking uh, to what? Uh, 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 no. Yeah, easy for you to say. All oh, right, it was it was a it was a, a <laughs> stability patch. Things had gone a bit wibbly. Oh, a short and sweet mm. one, apparently. I could have done with the stability patch after that boozy lunch I had. Anyway, hmm. yes, it was. Uh, some of the fixes could contribute to further to tackle the plight of crashes encountered when loading Odyssey from the main menu. Um, that was that one. But then a couple of days prior to that one, there was a an other patch. 10.01 there were a few bits a in that yeah substantive yes Have, i noticed there was um there was a notice about the the fsds that got with the last community call um saying you know 
hold off, we know you can't engineer this, it's going to come in a later patch. That wasn't included in any of them, was it? Uh, let's have a look. Uh, no, I, no, I didn't see that, that was, one in the patch. No, no that was, there wasn't a patch, but well, that, that was earlier, wasn't it? Yeah. The I previous thought, one, the first one, was about mm. uh, the SRV collecting cargo, the fixed... Yeah, the fixed the, stuff you... Oh, as we reported it. last week, about the fact that SRVs yes. could only count to one. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. The, where the, the... In their last dying moments, M NPCs were flinging themselves <laughs> across... Uh, Oh, uh, across consoles, reactor like you consoles at yes. settlements. You so shall you never deactivate the reactor. Yeah, well, mm. we we have been led to to understand they they've added some grease to the consoles. Yeah. Oh, that's the word. Yeah. Simple solution to a, a very difficult problem. They just greased the consoles. They and slide the right down. And the floors that next to the consoles. Yep. They're electrifying. I imagine. I imagine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Very good. I uh, imagine there's quite a few greasy consoles out there. <laughs> so the the SR, the the FSDs don't seem to have had their wee, their wee tweak yet. I take it then. So the updates. Oh, no, I'm, but, I'm only asking because I'm too lazy to read it. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing in there that's, the, a number of fixes to address stability. So mm -hmm. the plight of crashes encountered further code stability support fixes have been. It's kind of like me. And it's, yeah, right. It's it happened, but doesn't does it really? There was there was a minor blip during during patch time where people were unable to launch fighters, but that went away. No, okay. mm. yeah. Um, yeah, a small small yeah few bits, but nothing I can see about engineered FSD unless Flossie knows something we don't. Uh, mm. I, I didn't see anything yeah. about the super engineering. Um, yeah, I think it's probably just going to come later on. I think I, it's just because I didn't bother to read the notes. I thought I might as well ask. Well, there was nothing we could make fun of. That's the important thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of these things come across. You remember the old sort of. Um, uh, defect logs you used to get on ships or in aircraft, and the, mm -hmm. you know the, the 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 pilot would write something loose in cockpit, so the mechanic would write something tightened in cockpit. You know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it meant something to them. Yeah, not oh, nice. That's lovely. That's lovely. Yeah. Lovely, 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 lovely job. I mean, lovely. other than that, I mean, obviously we've had our sort of again. Our, our usual spate of people joining and the the warm welcomes that you and the Palantir, you know, the red mm. carpet that you roll out for them. Not still using that old one, are we? Mm. I thought we had that brown carpet. No, it was red before it was brown. We do have notification yeah. that before next week's show Can that we... um, the Colonia bus will be returning 7am UTC on the 9th of February. Yeah, I was going to see. And at what point will Hank? What point will Hanky throw everybody off? Well, yeah, yeah. Where, where will he take them this time? North, is, south, east or west, yes. Is that the uh, fleet carrier bus replacement service? Yes. It, it is the yeah. bus replacement service. Mm. This is the Emperor's, the fleet carrier Emperor's Fury. I can't keep track of what they're I, all I, th I think yeah. it's just, I think it's his spelling. I think it should be Emperor's Furry. Yeah, the Emperor's, <laughs> yes, the Emperor's well, Furry. Well, our Emperor <laughs> is Furry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but they were apparently taking passengers to Wolf 124 in the bubble. When they mm -hmm. uh, when they said, "Can we go somewhere else?" <laughs> oh no, and back again. So no, it, it, it went. Here we go. So it went to Wolf One Twenty Four. So it's going back. Oh, I can't remember. It'll be returning seven AM UTC on 9th of February, twenty twenty-two. Uh, estimated time arrival will be around midnight UTC. Facilities include shipyard, outfitting, lounge, bar, canteen, gift shop, gym, canteen, another one, restaurant, another takeaway, and delivery service. Canteen and a restaurant and a takeaway and a canteen. Yeah. Wow. Two and delivery service hmm. and takeaway. Mm. And a lounge and a bar. Yeah, he'll take away the floor and suddenly leave you sitting there. So, mm. so rampage sells. Rampage is always going on about it. Do they sell uh, beer at that bar? 
I do understand that the, 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 the Hanky clone army is running parallel carriers at the same time. <laughs> yep. How he doesn't get confused and end up turning around accidentally in one of them and sending it back in the wrong direction, I have absolutely no uh, idea. I, 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 think he does it, I think he does it with a swivel chair. So he, he does one carrier, gets it gets it gets its launch countdown going, and then he spins around in his chair with a picture of Colonia on the wall. So he's heading for Colonia and then he does the other one. I, I think that's how he does it. You can hear the chair squeak. You think that's the chair? The chair squeak? That's, yeah, oh, right. that's not the chair. I thought there was joints. That's the yeah. leather chairs. That's not squeaking, is it? That's his neck. He's got it on a gimbal now. Oh, I thought he was fully turreted, but anyway. Mm -hmm. okay. That's my leather well, look, chair. Um, that, that's about it for the banter section. Um, I think we, it's told. about time, mm. unless anybody's got anything else. Do we have anything else? Any hard dogs? Mm. Or? No. We'll pass over the, the we'll pass over the nineteen eighty four references that Chicks and I put in the script. <clears throat> script. <clears throat> yes. Yes. So we were we were quoting the EGU up at the top there. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll... go on. Now you, oh, you yeah, just that one. Yeah, you got Go on then. Do, yeah. yeah. It's all right. And now, dun dun dun. Oh, hang on! Don't if you're going to do that. Hang on, let me do. There we go. And Got now, one of them, and it's Flossie with the Community Goals News. When the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do? When your faction leader's a dog, and your daily tasks are a slog, you're feeling like a used cog What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you now you should listen to what Flossie says. Listen to what Flossie says. What on earth can we do? Do what Flossie tells you to. What if she talks nonsense? Interstellar initiatives. Let Flossie tell you what it is. Then Hope you're all singing along. Listen to what Flossie said Now we heard what Flossie said We can put this matter to bed Just keep a voice in your head Flossie told you what to do Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News Last week's CGs, Defend Serious Corporation in Riot or Fight for Riot Mining Coalition. Riot Mining Coalition took an early lead and completed at 2049 UTC on Saturday and are therefore the winners. As reported on Galnet, the Riot Mining Coalition has succeeded in forcing Serious Corporation to withdraw from the Riot system. Despite the Megacorp's strategic defence pact with the elite, 
with the Alliance, Leo, its controlling faction, claimed the Sirius megaship Chariot of Rhea was an illegal t- intruder. This resulted in open conflict, which has ended with Cor- Sirius Corporation's defeat. Fergus Cassidy, CEO of the Rios Mining Coalition, transmitted this message. With the support of many brave pilots, we have prevented Sirius from sinking its claws into the Rios system. I hope our victory will convince the Alliance's leaders to think twice about their deal with the devil. Captain Delphina Dominiguez has confirmed that Sirius Corporation has started to withdraw from the from Riot. The megaship Chariot of Rhea will leave Riot and jump to the Leasty system pending further discussions with Allied leaders. Sources have confirmed that permits to the Allied and Sirius systems have been allocated to the independent pilots depending on the faction they supported during the conflict. The Assembly has held emergency meetings to debate this turn of events. Councillor Ainsley Niven, who represents the Riot system, delivered a warning to Prime Minister Mahon. You have invited Sirius Corporation to provide a military aid against the Thargoids, but without seeking the approval of those we are pledged to protect. This is not the way of the Alliance, no matter how grave the threat. And that's, uh, there are no new CGs this week, so that's it for this week's CG News. Marcy told you what to do. I withdrew for the rear once, I've always regretted it. Anyway, thank you Flossie. Let's hope that we get a mega set of CGs next week with lots of pew pew so you can satisfy your well-known bloodlust. Talking of satisfying, or should I say satisfactory, it's time now for us to relax and let the goings on in the galaxy make their way into our inner ear via the soft tones and even softer hands of Commanders Beetlejude and Wotherspoon. Galnet News Digest, 3rd of February 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Brewer Corporation tells us the date of Phase 4 of the Colonia Bridge Initiative. ACT is definitely not making an appeal for data to help investigate Imperial Intelligence and find those sympathetic to the NMLA. And Aegis puts out a warning about azimuth biochemicals and what they might be up to. Brewer Corporation will start Phase 4 of the Colonia Bridge Initiative on the 10th of February, according to a press release issued today. The Colonia Bridge is a chain of megaships and starports, stretching from the bubble to Colonia, and it seeks to make travel along the route safe for all traffic, while also providing refuelling stops for fleet carriers. The first two phases established the string of megaships, and the third phase created six starports which have been deployed along the route, all in systems that already had one of the megaships. These starports will be the home to small communities who want to live their lives free from the factional infighting of both the Bubble and Colonia. At present, 
Brewer is the only faction along the length of the bridge, and this corporate approach keeps things simple. In order to get the starports ready, the very basic rearm, refuel, repair and basic commodities markets need to be supplemented by outfitting, shipyards, all the usual trade and legal contacts, as well as the on-foot services desired by so many modern commanders. It seems likely that commanders will be invited to haul the commodities needed to outfit the six starports directly to the station they want to assist. This is one of the reasons Brewer gives for opening the commodities markets, the other being the sale of tritium. It's not yet clear whether the goods required will be trade or mined commodities, but it seems extremely likely that the variety of services at each starport will be a direct consequence of the enthusiasm with which commanders supply each station. Amid howls of outrage from the highest echelons of the Empire, ACT has confirmed that it is investigating Imperial intelligence for possible connections to the NMLA. Interpol Inspector Mara Klatt, who is one of the joint leaders of the affiliated counter-terrorism unit, explained that there is strong evidence that Omega Grid software was provided to the neo-Marlinist terrorists by someone in Imperial intelligence and the Act is pledged to find and destroy the NMLA wherever it is and whoever may be helping it, without fear or favour, and that if it causes a diplomatic incident, well, so be it. She explained that ex-Imperial Intelligence Officer Captain Saskia Landau, who is currently seconded to Act, has isolated a unique identifier that can be used to isolate NMLA dark comms messages. Senator Zamina Torval expressed her outrage at an organisation with links to the Federation and Alliance compromising the Empire's secret security service, suggesting that it might be putting Imperial lives at risk. However, Princess Ashling welcomed Axe's intervention, repeating her concern that the Emperor might be at risk, adding, rather ominously, that Act might help us learn her fate. Aegis Chief Administrator Carter Armstrong has warned that azimuth biochemicals remains active, and he's called for Aegis to be reinstated to oppose this ancient corporation. Armstrong was speaking after new evidence came to light last week, showing that the Aegis megaship Alexandria was sabotaged and its crew killed by what Armstrong described as a quasi-military force allegedly working for someone known as the Witch. This force stole the Alexandria's entire cargo of Guardian artefacts, reportedly to attract Thargoids. The name The Witch provides a link to Azimuth Biochemicals, who in 3302 and 3303 attempted to splice humans into a Thargoid scout vessel, with the loss of the lives of many of the unwilling test subjects. Azimuth was forced to terminate these experiments partly because they were unable to capture a second Thargoid vessel. Armstrong believes that the evidence is strong that Azimuth Biochemicals has been actively researching xenological technology for 200 years and that they remain active today. He did not speculate about why Azimuth might be trying to attract Thargoids. Nor did he mention Salvation, the mysterious scientist who may have deliberately lured Thargoids to the Quarnsar system at the cost of thousands of human and Thargoid lives in order to test his experimental electromagnetic pulse weapon. 
Armstrong said that neither did it have been shown beyond reasonable doubt that Aegis had not been negligent, but instead had been a victim to some kind of criminal mastermind, that Aegis should be reinstated, not to counter the Thargoids, but instead to counter this dangerous organisation, Azimuth Biochemicals. More news and analysis is expected in the coming days. Commanders have been asked for assistance by the Affiliated Counter-Terrorism Unit. ACT believes that the Neo-Marlinist Liberation Army's dark comms network uses the Omega Grid software and potentially some of the beacons that were established by Imperial Intelligence. The task is to locate and decrypt the NMLA network. ACT has identified an Imperial beacon in the HIP-290 system. Commanders who wish to assist are invited to scan that beacon. There is a message to decode on the beacon that uses a simple substitution code. ACT has provided a partial key. Pilots who scan the beacon will be contacted through the coming week with further instructions. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. Open bracket A equals Thank H, you. B equals G, C equals J, E equals L, F equals K, L equals Q, M equals T, O equals V, Wotherspoon's a knob, P equals Q, P equals <laughs> U, Q equals X, I don't think this is getting used, S equals Z, T equals Y, U equals B, V equals A, W equals D. There, and I'm not reading that out, that's ridiculous. I could read it out. You, you said there'd be no wordle. Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude and Wotherspoon. One of our galactic contributors, Commander Zahn, has sent us another of his wanderings about his wanderings. So sit back, relax, and let Zahn tell you all about it. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Commander Zahn here. This message is not a review or report on stories throughout the galaxy, as is my usual activity. No, this one goes out to any listener who needs to hear it. It's come to my attention that while about a month late at this point, a new year has just passed on the ancestral home of humanity. Yes, Earth of the Soul System, where I'm sure many of you are receiving my broadcast. This event marks the passing Earth around its star soul for a full rotation. As with those that came before, this event is used to mark and measure the movement of time on the planet as all those Terran-bound pass through it from birth to whatever lies in the hereafter. But it's also important to remember that while we measure the passage of time, it is not itself a measure of us. Life itself is that measure and we have no tool or device yet devised to gauge one's own to another. What that means is, you cannot gauge yourself by comparing to anyone else. I can tell you from experience that I've been guilty of this for a rather long time myself. It's like trying to compare the territory of a snail compared to that of a wolf pack. For themselves, it could be rather comfortable or considerable distance or size. Yet a wolf could 
could not stay in the territory of a snail any more than a snail could ever traverse the wild sweeping landscapes of the wolf. Your only measure, then, is you, and how you have changed from one moment to the next. In that same way, not everyone grows at the same rate. If an oak grew at the same speed as bamboo, it would likely drain all the resources of any area it was in and would promptly die, having burned itself out rapidly. However, if a hummingbird were to live its life at the pace of a sloth, its heart would stop, and it would simply wither away. But you, you are intimately aware of what you were capable of before. Your past experiences and your projects, successful and otherwise, are the template for which you can build a very good model of your growth through these years. That note you couldn't hit before in your singing practice? Why, now your voice doesn't seem to strain near as much as it used to, and now you're even on pitch! That hand pose that seemed so impossible before in your sketches? Well, now you're not only mastered that pose, but many others as well! Or even that particular dance move you've been working on for ages, but just couldn't get right. But now you could just go! Oh. Ow. Okay, well, as I said, everyone grows at a pace. And that's okay. Because the journey you take either way is a part of you forever. Because you did it. Experiences can't be taken from you any more than someone can take your personality or your favorite Muppet. <laughs> Gonzo, you old clown, you. So what I'm trying to say is, draw that thing, sing that tune, or maybe, just maybe, finally sit down and try to live the dream of being an old-school news reporter for the entertainment of anyone willing to take the time to listen. You never know just what you can do until you do it. And if you can look back on the you from yesterday, or indeed from the last year, and honestly say that you have grown even the smallest amount in that time, then you are not a failure. You are not worse than anyone else. Then you are not wasting time or stagnating. You're simply growing at your own pace. And there is no shame in that. And no matter the pace at which something grows, it still grows. Now, if that's not something beautiful and wonderful to have the privilege of knowing, then by God, I don't know what is. Never mind the pace and rhythm of the ever-changing chaos around you, but embrace the tranquility of the knowledge that you are unique. You are beautiful. You do matter. And most importantly, this journey, life, adventure, is yours, and yours alone. This has been Commander Zahn with this brief New Year's message. And for those of you who fly with me through dangerous space, always remember the old adage of our time. Never fly without a rebuy. Thank you to Commander Zahn. Remember, we welcome input from all quarters of the galaxy. So if you've got an idea for the show, you can always get in touch at itookpart at huddenorbital.com. We're always happy to give people a chance as it gives us time to finish eating our dinner. Talking of someone who always makes a meal of it, it's always the Hutton Helper results with Mia Harkness.
Welcome to the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with an interim report to buy you some time in a tricky situation. This week we have the following events. The No Meaningful Conclusions Shield. The Terms of Reference Cup. The Type 9 full of bullshit, I mean bio waste. Deja Vu Trophy. The Ambushing, ambushing You with Cake and Lasers Trophy. The Running off to a war zone to hide, special. The cheap flight out of the country, extravaganza. So, extra points if you publish the full report. If anyone asks you a difficult question, just babble for about a minute and a half and never, ever answer the actual question. As this is an interim Hutton Helper results report, some key points will not be available until the full and final Hutton Sports report is published. This week's results are... Redacted wins travel distance travel this week with redacted light years covered. Redacted sold redacted tons of redacted to come first in redacted. Top redacted is redacted to manage to score redacted mission points. Redacted won bounties with redacted handed in. Redacted handed in redacted credits of combat bonds to top table. And redacted delivered redacted passengers safely to their destination. Decals for Cyber Socrates. Testosterone 420 and Mad Seeker, who both won but never claimed, and Fruity. Please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of some flannel, a high-vis jacket, and a hard hat and a shuttle ticket out of town. Well, there were no Hutton runs this week, but if there were, then all the rules would have been followed, and I didn't do any Hutton runs, but if I did, then it was because I thought they were community goals. No, you didn't. You, you, you replaced all the adverts on Earth with surveillance drones and changed the default password to Harambe. That's what you did. Ow. Fair enough. Point taken. Are you looking for a way to appease your supporters? Are you wondering why people have stopped inviting you to their work events? Oh, cheer up. Imagine how popular you would be if your name appeared in a full and final Hutton Helper results report. You could do what you want, say what you want, and no one would ever, ever criticise you again. Well, you can do that, and I'll tell you how. Just go to hot.furthermark.com and download the sign-up for the all-new Hutton Helper before returning like a conquering hero and watching all of your enemies wilt before your brilliance like a supermarket lettuce in a hot summer's day. Let's face it, anything has to be better than redacted, redacted, a redacted, 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 until the handle breaks off and you have to get a doctor to come and pull it out. Well, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. And thank you very much, Mia. And it now says instructions for me. Chat for a while because we know you like it. And it's the only way to put off your bedtime because your mum said you had to go to bed when the show finishes. Oh, mum, mum, don't want to go to bed. Oh, did I, I leave that bit friends. in? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you very much. It's, it, what a, it, it, it's odd because obviously normally that's following 
you know, the, the Rares Digest, and we have to sympathise with all the yeah. damage that's happened to Amelia. So, um, yeah, Amelia's clearly been redacted this week. Yeah. Well, I, oh, I've got a feeling could... she'll be along in a moment and her usual volume. Yeah. I mean, go, she, Amelia goes up to 12, you know. I know where to push <laughs> her buttons. <laughs> oh. I think that, sorry, is that what I mean? Sorry, I know, I know which button I push. Sorry, no, that's not right. We are expecting the full and final Amelia Hawk to return next week, though, I think. <laughs> Oh, oh yes. Right. yes, yes, yes. Um, I, uh, I know what one of those redacted. Oh, two of those redacted. Did well, did I'd redact imagine it's some of the people who were winning the, the decals. Here well, in, redacted the Zuno probably submitted a billion again. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't start, don't start well, filling we're speculating in the blanks. That this we can't, we're, no, we're, we can't. As all good media does, we have to speculate about what was in the news program. report, and you can't draw any conclusions. You have to wait for the speculate, full report. Insinuate. You must. Yep. No, no. I must. I must. And are you going to I must resign tell you that you have over to the results? To the first report. Well, you must I wait for I the full and final report. I don't think redacting things is a is a resigning resigning matter. Yes. Okay. Well. <laughs> well, no, it's what's hidden by the redacting things. There's obviously some embarrassing content in there. Mm. Probably all the mm. root names that people call their commanders. Right, well, look, um, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, we have reached the end of the show this week. Ooh. Just in time mm. for me to go and have a nice cup of cocoa and go to bed. Mm. Um, thank you very much to our listener. And thank you very much to all those who sent in content. It is lovely to see all the content coming in from the community, the, the pictures, the audio files, whether it's uh, from the Hackswing or it's the various expeditions or it's sketches and skits that are sent in. We love them all because uh, it means we've got time to pop out and grab a, a quick top up on the drink. Um, we will be back next <laughs> week, next Thursday, at approximately the same time. When I, Is it DJ Funky Normski on the decks next week? I believe so. Yep. Um, so we'll be back, maybe with or without an Amelia. We, we shall see. And the return of the Galnet Rares Digest. Uh, we look forward to seeing what the uh, Pilots Federation are up to in the next week, because it'll give Beetlejuice and Motherspoon yet more to talk about, and more wordles, I'd imagine. Um, and obviously we will be sure, absolutely 100% confident, there'll be another war somewhere in Paladin space. I, I mean, you know, I'm not a betting mm. man, but I would stake the lot on that. <laughs> there will be another war next Thursday. Um, anybody want to join in, pop over to Paladin space and help them. Uh, there are lots of details over on our Discord channel. There is an Operation Breastplate channel where sort of notifications about what's going on pop up. In fact, there are lots of channels on the Discord. Um, other than that, do we know? Do we think the six percent gap? Quick, quick gamble from uh, Commander Chicks. Do we think the six percent gap is close? I, I almost uh, thought I'd have, a, I'll have a prediction last week, but because I'm always well bloody wrong, um, I resisted, and I, I was, I was doing the BDS report earlier. I thought, oh god, will it be by next week? I thought, no, don't do it, don't do it. Well, six percent swing, you could do that in twenty-four hours, couldn't we? Well, yes, and no. It depends what else is going on in the system. So, you know, if you if you end up with two other because the they're obviously in second, everyone else is yeah. a minor faction, so they all end up squabbling with each other. And no, you know, if you don't have the free uh, influence, it's it's not going to happen. So it just depends yeah, what else is going on. Road the influence at the top top tier. You see, yeah. I'm trying is this, to is this yeah, man that's is the, this for man in Star we're talking about here? No, this is no. five six two. Oh. Oh, five six two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so if between ourselves and Wolf 562 Major Inc., that's 75% of the... Uh, I mean, all right, we're only looking for six, I get that. But 
the two factions below us are, are... Well, we don't worry about them. I just hope none of them retreat and they're, let they're, the EGU in by the back door or something. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, less, put the they're 1% apart. Them. Yes. Um, so. Well, I assume none of them are pending. We haven't, we haven't accidentally made any of them pending retreat or anything, have we? Oh, that'd be, that'd be terrible. What, the in, in 562? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we kicked out um, LP7... Oh, but that's when we turned up. I mean, that, that was just musical 3 two chess, company. Yeah, yeah there, are, there are no... Everybody else is a, is a native faction, so they can't leave, like, you know, Hotel California. Even if they wanted to, they're staying... Oh, well, that's all right, then. That's all right. Hmm. Okay, well, um, that's it from the show. And, Flossie, do we have any predictions about whether we might have super, super exciting CGs? More stuff to do with the ever-so-confusing story about Salvation? Um, I, I think any CGs may be around the uh, next part of Colonia Bridge. As it's oh, that would be, be a fair bit. They seem to be alternating, don't been, they? Um, yeah. The party don't go on there to start uh, next Thursday, so I'm guessing that's a bit So the, these Colonia Bridge ones, obviously, the, these Colonia Bridge locations exist, but they're just sort of building stations in them now with more facilities, aren't they? That, yeah. So they're not adding more waypoints to it, but they're, they're just adding no. stations to existing waypoints. Adding, adding um, facilities into the stations. Yes. Have they yeah. been uh, doing? I think they've obviously trade, um, mining. I suppose to a to a degree of it. I don't know. How you build something through combat, but uh, are they? <laughs> no, I, I like the... my new little Olympic controller. I love my new little Olympic controller. Is it's it one friend. of the multi ones or? No, no, no. It's his little prospector one. It chats oh. to me now. Oh, oh that <laughs> one. Yes. 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 It's a little mm. bit less lonely and nice right there when I'm doing it. It sort of chitter chatters away to me while I'm mining. Anyway, listen, listen to the rock reports. Oh, 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 yes. This is a beautiful rock. This one <laughs> is a smooth rock. This one's all knobbly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, thank you very much, everybody. And we will be back uh, next week. Commander Palantir, are you ready? I'm going to take my headphones off just in case you have yeah, to go again. Yeah, some yeah, on yeah. 11. Hang on a second. If you're, if you're worried about loud noises, just step slightly Assume away from your position. headphones for a second. If your ears bleed easily, please be careful. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's... For the mug! For the mug! For the mug! For the mug. Oh, for the mug. Bleep. Bleep. No journey too long and no cargo too small. The profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere Loading up the teen to the brim with grass Follow the mark, follow the mark Yeah, you know just where we're coming from Follow the mark, follow the mark Now everybody sing the hot and trucker song To the sun, Swivel likes the pilot on the Xbox One. Alvin at the front, you know he leads us well. Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody else. Follow the mark, follow the mark. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Follow the mark, follow the mark. Now everybody sing the hot trucker song. Sing the 
Chicago where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere. So shout it out loud like you don't even care. Father Mark, Father Mark. Yeah, you know just where I'm coming from. Father Mark, Father Mark. Now everybody sing the hot trucker song. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Seamless.